Welcome to day 316 of Shaped by the Word. My name is David. I'm here with Matt and Cindy, and we are continuing on through the book of Acts. We started the book of Acts last week after wrapping up Matthew's gospel. And what we found here is we've been really getting to see glimpse after glimpse of the early church and especially the Spirit of God at work through the early church. And so we saw in Acts 2 and when Peter preached and we saw 3,000 people get saved and then we saw they devoted themselves, right? And we got to see this, this beautiful glimpse into the early church. And now we just wrapped up last week with, with Peter and John going and healing the man at the gate, beautiful. And now we find Peter and John standing before the Sanhedrin and we'll see another glimpse when, even when Jesus reminded his disciples, right, of don't worry about what you're going to say. And, and so again, we see the spirit at work through James and through Peter and through John, and then we'll get to see a nice little glimpse again of the early church and, and how they lived and how they interacted with one another. So, looking forward to diving into Acts chapter 4. Uh, but before we do, as always, uh, let's go to the Father in prayer. Cindy, do you mind praying for us? No, not at all. Father, thank you so much for your word, um, and thank you for how this section of scripture, the book of Acts, can be such a source of encouragement as we just begin to see how the church um, is growing and how many are being brought uh, into your kingdom because of the gospel of, of Christ. So, Father, may we be thrilled to see these words. May we be encouraged to see these words uh, in our own faith and in the life of the church. So be with us now as we look at your word and teach us and um, deepen our love for you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Acts chapter 4. The priests and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to Peter and John while they were speaking to the people. They were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people, proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. They seized Peter and John, and because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day. But many who heard the message believed, so the number of men who believed grew to about 5,000. The next day, the rulers, the elders, and the teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. And Anus, the high priest, was there, and so was Cephas, John, Alexander, and others of the high priest's family. They had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them. By what power or what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who was lame and are being asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. This man stands before you healed. Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, ordinary men they were astonished, and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. But since, they could see, but since they could see the man who had been healed standing there before them, there was nothing they could say. So they ordered them to withdraw from the Sanhedrin, and they conferred together. What are we going to do with these men, they asked. Everyone living in Jerusalem knows that they have performed a notable sign, and we cannot deny it. 
but to stop them from spreading any further among stop this thing from spreading any further among the people we must warn them to speak no longer to anyone in this name then they called them in again and commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of jesus but peter and john replied which is right in god's eyes to listen to you or to him you be the judges as for us we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard after further threats they let them go they could not decide how to punish them because all the people were praising god for what had happened for the man who was miraculously healed was over 40 years old on the release peter and john went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them when they heard this they raised their voices together in prayer to god sovereign lord they said you made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them you spoke by the holy spirit through the mouth of your servant our father david why do the nations rage why the people's plot in vain the kings of the earth rise up and rulers band together against the lord and against his anointed one indeed herod and pontius pilate met together with the gentiles and the people of israel in this city to conspire against your holy servant jesus whom you anointed they did what your they they did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen now lord consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant jesus after they prayed they, the place where they were meeting was shaking and they were all filled with the holy spirit and spoke the word of god boldly all the believers were one in heart and mind no one claimed that any of their possessions was their own but they shared everything they had with great power the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the lord jesus and god's grace was so powerfully at work in them all that there were no needy persons among them from time to time those who owned land or houses sold them brought the money from the sales and put it at the apostles feet and it was distributed to anyone who had need joseph a levite from cyprus whom the apostles called barnabas which means son of encouragement sold a field he owned brought the money and put it at the feet at the of the apostles so again i guess we kind of see kind of the first <coughs> run in between the disciples and some of the rulers of the day as john and, and peter go before the sanhedrin uh, you know they, they go before him and and peter or peter speaks boldly mm -hmm. to authority which is so wild and these men realize who who are these guys right like they're just ordinary men like they're not schooled but they've been with jesus and, and i love you know peter's response right when they tell him you, you can't talk about this anymore you can't do any more signs you know which is right he says uh, in god's eyes to listen to you or to him you be the judges as for us we cannot help speaking about what we've seen and heard and so again just love especially seeing peter here right you know we we kind of saw in the gospels how when jesus was going to the cross you know he he denied even knowing jesus um and then again he gets himself kind of in a <coughs> some hot water here where it would be so easy to just say you know what yeah don't know the guy but rather he stands up boldly and and and, and says no I, I am with jesus and so love getting to see the faith 
of Peter especially kind of strengthened here through the Holy Spirit to be bold for the gospel. But mm-hmm. as you guys are looking at chapter four, what else is standing out to y'all? Okay, well, I have to just throw this out because I laughed out loud when I read this part. But part of the healing and the faith was the fact that they had miraculously healed a man over 40 years old. <laughs> yeah, it's just down to the grave at that point, I was right? just like... He was 39. He was really so, old. Yeah. He was so old and it was Golly. so miraculous. No, I love that. Mm-hmm. And I just love that, um, you know, that they are continuing this work of of Jesus and that no one can speak against it. And it's just so powerful. And because of that, people are being just added to the church daily. It's so exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love when you see this account, you know, unfolding. And we talked about this um, in the last podcast that, you know, that you have God authenticating the message you know, uh, of the uh, apostles by signs and wonders and miracles. And so you have, you know, Peter saying, hey, I don't have silver or gold, but what I do have, you know, yeah. I give to you, stand up and walk. And and it's in the name of Jesus this happens. And so the people, I love the note, you know, but many who heard the message believed. Right. And so you have this miracle that mm-hmm. authenticates the message and people begin to believe the message. And even when they're hearing, you know, the disciples speak here, the apostles speak, they says they're unschooled, ordinary men. Right. And yet they took note that these men had been with Jesus. And yeah. so they're, they're seeing the message is unique. The, mes- mm-hmm. the message is also authenticated, but they're not just looking for signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. It's the message that continues to draw people. And, and I think that's an encouragement to us mm-hmm. as we think about the gospel and think about mm-hmm. what it looks like to live as gospel people today. We live mm-hmm. lives that are marked out and different, but also with a message to herald and proclaim. Mm-hmm. You know, and just remembering too that God um, and Christ had said that he would use the foolish things of this yeah. world and that you realize um, it is in the ordinary that we see the unordinary of this message of the gospel, which I just I think is beautiful. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so great. And you got to love, I mean, you know, Peter and John, they're not making it about themselves. It, mm-hmm. It's so not about them. They're so quickly pointing to Jesus and anything that looks grand going on in their life, it's, you know, I'm, I, I am what these guys say. I am just an ordinary, Absolutely. unschooled guy. yeah. It's Jesus doing this. It's not. It's not me. And even even when they go back together to the believers, right, and report back, and mm-hmm. and they pray, and then they say, "I mean, you're the sovereign Lord," and they they know their position, right? Like you're the one that made heaven. You're the one that made earth and the sea and and everything in them. Like who are we, right? And so again, just love getting to see their, their dependence. You know, their, even their prayer in verse twenty nine. Um, um, now, Lord, consider their, their threats and, and enable us to speak your word with great boldness. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think it is so easy to make kind of the Christian life kind of, it's so easy just to use your energy and your strength and your own power to kind of do the Christian life, to, to follow Jesus. And again, we see it time and time again. And, and yet I feel like we need the reminder time and time again that like, you know, the Christian life is lived out independence on Christ, on the Spirit, to enable us to actually do it, because we can't do it. Mm-hmm. You even go back to Peter, right? Like, that was him in his flesh, you know, mm-hmm. in the Gospels. He, he can't do this. But when he's dependent, man, he can do so much. And so just love getting to be reminded of that, that it's so not about us, and it's so about Jesus, mm-hmm. and we need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and you have the uniqueness of Jesus not just drawing individuals into salvation, mm-hmm. but marking out individuals into the new family of God. And so you have, you know, verse 32, all believers were one in heart and mind. You know, mm-hmm. no one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had because of the unity 
you know, they had in Christ Jesus. And this is really the fulfillment of the Old Testament ideal that the people of mm-hmm. God will live in such a unique way as his people that there would be no, you know, poor among them. And so mm-hmm. for like, kind of the first time ever, you have this unique moment where mm-hmm. all the believers are, you know, one in heart and mind. They treasure Jesus. They don't treasure their stuff. And and they're willing to, to lay down, you know, and to sacrifice for the, the sake of others. And, and you have to love the no. And God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all. Mm-hmm. There were no needy persons among them. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a beautiful ideal here being, being realized. Um, but it's not because they were able to just kind of pull themselves up and, and manufacture this. It's because God's yeah. grace was powerfully at work in them. No, it's a reminder we need. We're called into community. It's been that's been the call from the very beginning um, that we aren't just lone ranger Christians, but we need believers yeah. around us, not just for encouragement, but also so we can live as the people of Jesus before our world, before our city. Mm-hmm. That's a really good reminder. Yep. Well, let's pray as we conclude. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for um, Acts chapter four. Um, What a good reminder to know that you are with your people. Um, And whether things go well or things go bad, um, you are with us. And we are a people that need to be dependent on you. Forgive us for living our lives in our own strength and our own power. Um, Help us to be a spirit-dependent people um, Mm -hmm. that live in your energies and live in, in your power as you work through us for your glory. We pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen.